Welcome to Game Pass News, recorded Thursday, December 9th. We are going to be talking about a bunch of little bitty Xbox news bits. But most importantly, the Halo campaign says hello to the world. And that's really what we're here for. That's what we're going to be talking a lot about. My name's Nick, and my co-host here is Sean. How's life, man? How you doing? Uh, It's good. It's good. Um, finally managed to get some Halo time in today, which um, was a lot more than I expected to get in today. Uh, I didn't get a chance to stream it because Logan has again been poorly. He was um, he was being sick Tuesday night, so I've got to keep him off nursery for two days. So yeah, so what little I dude's got to get better. Yeah, what I thought was a child-free day to be able to stream Halo, unfortunately, was not a child-free day where I could stream Halo. <laughs> I got you, man. No, I understand. So many kids over here are sick. What's up, the Duke? Thanks for joining, man. We appreciate uh, we appreciate you taking the time and dropping by. Um, yeah, it, so many kids over here are like sick with something or else other. And a lot of it's not COVID related. A lot of it's just uh, you know winter junk. So, so yeah, I uh, I absolutely totally get get that stuff. Um, you know, Sean. Tonight is the Game Awards. Are you gonna Are you gonna hang out with the dads at all? I, I could. I I can't remember. I mean, try. it's only like I'm gonna try. What is it for you? It's only. It's only. I can't remember what time. Midnight. Ten. Midnight. Midnight. It's, it's midnight. It starts for mm. me. So it's currently ten fifteen eight p.m. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. I don't I mean, math well. Um. Yeah. I, I could. I could do it. I could do it all. I'm sleeping like most of tomorrow anyway because I start nights. So. Mm. Maybe, maybe I'll see. It depends. I'm quite tired. It's been a busy week, so yeah, I get you. Yeah, sleep's important, man. Don't uh, you know? You gotta, you gotta get the sleep in there too. Um, also, Duke, you know, I want to say the same thing I said last night when I streamed. Uh, I'm working off this fancy mixer thing. I'm trying to figure out if it all works. So uh, if you can't hear me, you can't hear the sound, you can't hear Sean, you just let me know. I'll, uh, I'll try to, you know, figure it out. Um, uh, otherwise, I pre- we appreciate you um so well, we appreciate you either way <laughs> first look but there will be a first look trailer uh, uh for the halo streaming paramount plus thing so i am i am bummed i won't probably be able to join the dads tonight i have a work thing going on after this um and if i do it'll be it'll be pretty pretty darn late um but hey hambone's getting buff at the gym so uh hambone you know you uh you keep that you keep that those muscles going i don't know what i'm saying you just get strong you do it um uh so i'm excited about i'm excited about this trailer what about you sean uh yeah i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to if it's like the full live action style that they've done in the past which has always been very very good mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm yeah i'm looking forward to it if if anything i might just i might watch that bit before i go to sleep it depends how cuz like after this I like to try and get everything done, like all the editing, everything, and then you know, I, I don't have to worry about it while I'm at work. So, gotcha. Yeah, I know you're really good at that, by the way. You're so like getting all of it like buttoned up for Saturday. Amazing. This guy, and let me tell you, you people who like listen on the pod, listen to the podcast, 
boom, it's all Sean Abbott. He's like, I got it done. I'm like, we just stopped recording 30 minutes ago. How's that possible? Um, it's, it's very impressive. Yeah, I am very much looking forward to this. They dropped a 15 second teaser on Twitter. Paramount Plus did, uh, or Paramount. Uh, and you know why? I was actually kind of like, hey, maybe, maybe I could like this. This could be, this could be good. Um, so I'm, I'm very much interested in seeing what this looks like and trying to get a feel for if it's something that, uh, I want to watch because if I want to watch it, Sean, I have to now subscribe to the 75th million streaming device or platform, uh, that I, I think it's the only one that I don't, uh, that I don't currently subscribe to. So there's that. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm like that. I, I, I want to watch me and Lindsay want to watch Dexter and, we've like we're looking at it it's the only way we can get it is if we subscribe to another subscription service and i'm like no oh, really it's like it's got to eventually come to sky or amazon or something so we're kind of like we're waiting so many we have so many in this house it's ridiculous we we ditched cable and we were like oh look at us we're free boom and all of a sudden we have this pile of subscriptions that probably surpasses our cable bill. But uh, anyways, that's that's my rant for today. Uh, moving on, small top stories. Uh, before we get to Halo, we're just going to run through a couple of these. Sean, if you have anything like you want to stay, you just cut me off and let me know. Um, Ori Red- Director reveals their next-gen game, which is supposed to be a more in-depth RPG with with elements, with mechanics that aren't currently, haven't ever been seen in RPGs. That's what he says. You know, we'll see. Um, It will not be published by Xbox. Um, I found that kind of interesting. He said basically he just didn't want to deal with having to fight with Xbox, quite frankly, to get stuff on other consoles. Uh, Made it sound like it was was a real real fight to get Ori over to Nintendo. He made it sound like pretty much. So Well, I suppose because the, the first two were such a big hit, he can now fund that himself. So mm-hmm. why does he now need Xbox to to do, yep. Microsoft to do that? So yep, no, yeah. and that makes that makes total sense, right? You fund it by yourself. If if you if you are for sure that you're going to you know that you're a solid develop developing studio, then fund it yourself. Then you just get all the money, right? You know, and you get to make all the shots yourself. You can make a deal with Nintendo, cut a deal with Xbox, cut a deal with PlayStation. I mean, you know, it just seems like the funding streams are so much. Uh, so much more viable at that point. So, yeah, it does make sense. Uh, A list of 35 demo games came out for the Xbox Winter Game Fest. These are fun. I, to be fair, I have not had time to really, I've looked over them, but I haven't had time to like download them and actually play them. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking for them now. And and so far I can, there's only one that really jumps out that is currently on Game Pass for you to play, which is Mind Scanners. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Depending on the, and, I've even not played Mind Scanners really. I'm just going to be honest, but you know, I mean, it I mean it could be a game for you, but it's not for me. No. Um, but but that's the thing that they were saying too. They were saying, listen, these games are more. These are games you have not heard of or may have not heard of so far. They're not like, hey, these are on an eShop or are on the Microsoft Store. So here, here's a demo, and you can go out and buy it. These a lot of these games are games that have not yet come out, and you're getting a first like a first look, a, a first taste of that game to be able to one, you know, see if it's something you want, but two more than anything to see if you can help the developers figure out uh, where they should go in in the finishing touches of that game. I think it's really an interesting concept, quite frankly. Yeah, it's like um, well, is it a free? Can you say it's free bait like testing? 
I mean, what is it? What is it called when they kind of when they, you put a game out to people to test and kind of like try and find bugs, issues of it, and areas of development? It's like a second phase of that. Yeah, it really kind of is. Um, it's like, but more than quality, it is quality control, but I guess more than anything, I would say it's like quality of life control. You know, I think a lot of times in the, in, especially in the smaller development studios, you, you get, you like start playing a game and you're like, how could they not realize this? Cause I think a lot of times those quality control issues or quality assurance teams are looking for like literal bugs, you know, like, wow, this doesn't work. It's broken, but it's like, well, maybe it works, but it's not the best. It's not the best way to do it. It's not optimized for the gamer. And so I think you're going to get a lot of that out of this. At least that's my hope. Yeah. (laughs) And you get to kind of like try more games. So you've got a a bigger buffet of games to eat. To eat. Mm -hmm. Because Game Pass just doesn't have enough. You know, I mean, we didn't just put a whole schwack load of games on this on this platform in the last week and a half let alone one of the biggest titles that xbox owns um uh but anyways moving on from that assassin's creed valhalla says they will have a 40 hour god of war style they did not go into what that entirely means if that's just like hey god of war had a 40 hour um dlc in their second year and we are too or if that's a different mechanic i'm not sure but expansion in 2022 well, that's far better than them bringing out yet another Assassin's Creed game because there's more Assassin's Creed games than there is FIFA games. So, mm-hmm. yes, that's true. And but now I want it. I mean, not that I have any, not that I have any time to play this game, Sean. Any time whatsoever. None. I have zero time to play this. I game. say between but... between Halo, <sighs> Grounded, trying to keep uh-huh. back up with Animal Crossing, and then playing uh-huh. other games for Game Pass news. Yeah, there's not a lot of time to play something that's five hours long anyway. No. <laughs> no, this this thing now with another 40 hour DLC is probably somewhere around like 160 to 200 hours, I would imagine. But but I want it and and it's super cheap right now. Well, I don't know about right now. It was and I'm sure it will be again at some point. I mean, you could have picked it up for like 25 bucks on uh, on Black Friday. I probably should have done that. But, you know, whatever. I didn't. So here we are. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super interested to to see if I can find a cheap digital deal on this and pick up because, well, I like Vikings and um, I want to see if I like it. So those are our little bitty topics. Uh, Here's two more meatier ones that I think are interesting. This dropped earlier this week. PlayStation reportedly creating a Game Pass competitor. Bring it. (laughs) (laughs) It's good because, you know, competition just inspires things to be better. So, you know, the console wars have only ever given us better consoles and better games. If you, if you didn't have the competition there, you wouldn't have, you know, the, the genre of games and the, I don't know, um, the quality of games that we've got now. You wouldn't have it. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, PlayStation, you try. You try your hardest. Because, you know, Xbox did Xbox Live before PlayStation did PSN. And mm-hmm. Xbox Live is better than PSN. You can come at me and fight me for that. Uh, oh <laughs> man, look at Sean over here. <clears throat> but getting you know, feisty. Having you know three home consoles, all three of them, the big names of Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox. I don't own a place, I don't own a PlayStation anymore. When I had PlayStation, all I ever did was fall out with PSN. So yeah. 
they, um, they, they, they need good servers for a start because Game Pass runs on very, very heavy servers, especially for the cloud mm-hmm. gaming side of things. So if even they want to try and do cloud gaming, they've got to get around that. Their, most people that use a PlayStation, I believe, are still, you know, do they pay for the PSN Plus? Is that still a thing? Because I did not want to pay for PSN Plus because you didn't get much more out of it and it was like £35 for the year. So our PlayStation users are then going to want to pay for, you know, a Game Pass-style service. So. Yeah, there's a couple things on this particular topic that interest me, uh, personally. Um, one, we, don't, we do not believe here at Game Pass News that Microsoft has ever posted a profit for, for Game Pass. Um, we, I, I, I think that that's correct, right? You believe that as well? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the reason we believe that is because in their quarterlies, they always talk about subscribers or revenue and not profit. And if there was a profit, they would certainly tell their stockholders that there was a profit. Um, so it tells me if Sony wants to jump into this this hard, it tells me that Sony foresees that that Microsoft is going to find their way through the forest to a profit. And that, I think, is most interesting and telling for our side of this thing, which is there's no way if Sony, if Sony had any info on what Microsoft was doing and they thought that it was poor or that they might never get to a profit, that they would take this on. But because they are, it tells me Microsoft's almost there. And they don't want to miss the boat on this deal. I mean, just reading the article really quickly, then PlayStation are doing like a free tier system. So the first tier is just extra PlayStation Plus benefits. So mm-hmm. nothing to do with games. Um, then you'll move into the PlayStation 4 and in the future PlayStation 5 games that you can get for a subscription. I don't know how they're going to work around that and still make money on the games. And then the third is going back to the PlayStation 1, 2, and 3 library, which that's the only bit that would get me is PlayStation 2 games because (laughs) things like Gran Turismo, Driver, Driver 2. So basically all the driving games that were out on the PlayStation previously, you can't get through Xbox any way, shape, or form unless you buy the original console. I can just, I can see, but then in after next year, it's going to be the Game Pass Plus and new site. <laughs> oh no! Um, I do, I do have room. I'm staring at the TV now. I'm like, I do have room for a PlayStation, but I couldn't ever do it. So. You have room there, just not in the calendar <laughs> for where you would play those games. And not even in the calendar. I think if I bought a PlayStation 5, it would come with a divorce paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, then definitely don't, buy it. definitely don't do that. Easy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I went on record on, on Twitter saying that if this, if they do this, the only way that you're going to get me to say this is a Game Pass competitor and this would shock me if they do this, but guys, I really don't see PlayStation ever getting here, but maybe they will. Um, is if they said, yeah, we're going in, we're going to have this subscription-based platform for games, and we are putting our day one titles on this system. I do not ever see them getting to a point to where they will do that. But maybe they will. Maybe that's what they'll do. And if they do that, then they've got themselves a Game Pass competitor 
Uh, otherwise, it's really just maybe a more enhanced version of what PSN, PS Plus already is from how I know it. So, um, so yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Yeah, they, they've got a long way to go to try and come beat. It's, you know, Game Pass on the Xbox is strong. It's very strong. It's, it's you know, I think it's one of the main attractions now to the Xbox other than... Oh, yeah. The, the fact that it's part of the next gen consoles and it does have a quite a, a a good range as in like it's quite meaty it's got a lot behind it you know 4k 60 frames a second all the ray tracing for the old games all that kind of stuff but game pass draws people in so like yourself yep <laughs> yeah 100 i mean that's my story you know i i was a i was an xbox person pri- prior up to the 360 and then just I had the switch and I was looking, do I want to go back to Xbox and add it or do I want to jump to PlayStation? And man, Game Pass got me over here, got me to come back. So that's me. Uh, that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Dang it. Um, Xbox reportedly dabbling with handheld console prototypes for cloud gaming. Man, we've had conversations about this before. I mean, this yeah. isn't this isn't new for us. No, but they're definitely going to be trying to do something. I mean, the especially the pick up and go kind of stuff like uh, like the switch handles it would be ideal for them it it would um do you so this this is interesting for me because one you know you have the uh, oh, uh the steam deck you have the yep. steam deck coming out uh next year actually uh, early next year, actually. Well, for some, there's a whole like tier depending on when you got in on the thing. So you have the Steam Deck, which Phil Spencer praised and praised and praised. So they can have their games on that. It sounds like it's an open system. Um, and then you have what else was I going to say? Oh, you have them kind of like then also in that same article talking about how you know they that they don't want they won't be coming to any other closed system and. You can see that being Nintendo. Do you ever? Uh, I still wonder: are they are they ever going to try to to marry that gap with the Switch and and Xbox and X Cloud? I mean, I yes, I'm like, oh, it's only, so perfect. Only by games. I think the only thing that's going to do is just buy games, nothing else. I don't think you're yeah. going to get big name games. You will. I don't like you won't ever see Halo run on Switch. I don't think that'll happen. But like rare i think give access to the third parties that have always worked between nintendo and, and xbox yes that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff we'll see it also tells me that in their research they still find that there's a gap between something like the backbone and um and uh, and the backbone which connects to your iphone or whatever and or playing with a tablet in a in a attached controller than to having that dedicated device, yeah. because that's the only reason I can see they're doing that. So I'm I'm looking at the image of the uh, the Snapdragon G3X Gen One, which is what mm. you know is what they're going to kind of the rumors are circling around them, you know, using Ray like working with Razor to create something like this. Um, it doesn't look comfortable to hold, and that's the issue that I will ever have with handheld stuff is it's got to be comfortable to hold like the switch is on the the switch on its bare self with no like 
with no case or couldn't like you know ergonomic grip or anything behind it is almost on the limit of for me of being unbearable to hold for a long period of time um like if i sit on the sofa and i i run around on the island on my island to animal crossing and tidy up things and you know go on a tour and i start creating a house for somebody i after an hour and a half i'm like i can kind of feel my hands starting to like hurt so they've got to get it's got to be made right like i can sit and i can hold a xbox controller for hours because they, they are, they're so ergonomically comfortable the, the way they fit in your hands they're not too heavy you know they're just easy and comfortable to hold the issue they're going to have is getting all that kind of stuff inside something and it's still being comfortable to hold and you know and work uh, that's the issue i've got yeah i mean we'll we'll see i i just I don't know. I that's just one issue. I think there's, I think there's a plethora of issues. They're they've made phones. We they dabbled in the phone market for a while. I, I don't even know. If, do they still make phones? Does Microsoft still make phones? I have no idea. Uh, if they do, they have zero point zero zero percent of the market because I haven't seen anything about them in a very very long time. Um, they tried hard to get into that market. It didn't work. Uh, or at least if they're still out there, it didn't work very well. Um, um, so yeah, tell me what you think, Sean. Um, yeah, it's a difficult thing to go into. Um, like just looking very quickly now, um, not so much mobile phones, you know, you've got the Microsoft Lumina, um, which is like 150 pounds pickup. Microsoft kind of do a lot of the software for phones, so the Nokia kind of runs. So it is Nokia. Microsoft Nokia runs the software for uh, for the mobile devices. But then you've got Surface Duo. So you've got like big tablets that they'll run. Oh yeah, so the Surface. Yeah. Why didn't I so, think of that? Yeah. So not so much mobile phones, but they they run the software mm-hmm. on a lot of it because it's quite nice. They're like the old the Xbox dashboard style software looks very nice on a mobile. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, Frosty you, Calls, fellow. What's up, man? Uh, yeah, you know, I did not even think about the Surface. And I mean, that's a pretty good device. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they what they can do, what they can come up with. Um, but it tells me that they they feel like they still need something more than what their, currently, their current offerings are, which I think is interesting. Because they don't want to jump into the hardware game. Uh, Xbox has not normally made money on hardware, so... I, if they're producing hardware, I think it's to sell subscriptions, and they view this as a way to do that. That's my. Do you think it'll be XCloud or Game Pass? Meaning, um, will you be able to download games onto this thing? You think? Well, let's think. What well, Switch is? The current Switch is it thirty-two or sixty-four? Give the OLED sixty-four. Sixty-four. So sixty-four is quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, sixty-four gigs. Yeah, you're not going to run Halo on it, but no. You're going to no. barely one, run one good size. You're not even going to run one good size game. Yeah. Um, you right, have so. to have 256 if you want to have any chance to run anything. I mean, really, it needs to be 512, but we can squeak by with 256. Well, that no, means you're you, putting like you had, five games a, on there. If you had a 512 solid state working inside that that was light enough, um, yeah. 
you know, it could it could work. But yeah. Yeah. Again, you it's that issue of weight ergonomics, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. If you want to sell it, yeah, you're gonna have you could maybe do two options. You could do cloud only option. So like a switch. Yeah, that's option, true. Cloud only mm-hmm. option. Um or you know, then go with the pro. So you've got a five twelve, it's a little bit heavier, more oh, so, so on and so forth. Yeah, you know. They could that's the, just... go ahead, sorry. It's just how they want to market it to try and make you know, money and stuff like that. So, because the X Cloud is not going to work for everybody because not everybody's got fantastic internet, but they've got right. internet good enough to, you know, hook it up to, even if you could hook it up to your console and then do a data transfer of the game that you want to play from your console to the handheld device. So, yeah. 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 You're, you're, you're right. They have, they have to do a full on Game Pass device if they're going to do it. Otherwise, their market's going to be way too small. It doesn't make sense. Um, so yeah, or do both, like you're saying. I agree. We'll see. We'll see what they come up with if anything comes of, out of it at all. I think it's interesting that they didn't just somehow um, partner with Steam Deck, but I think they want their they want to have more control than probably the Steam Deck would would give them. Um, so let's stop burying the lead, Sean. Let's just jump into the Xbox Spotlight and let's start off with what came out, the big game of the year, really. Unless you're really into Forza, then you can debate that back and forth. Uh, Halo Infinite campaign is out. Sean and I have put in a handful of hours uh, into it so far. Um, First impressions, what do you think? Okay. I have put more time into the campaign, which doesn't happen when there is a multiplayer game to play for me, any game. So, mm-hmm. uh, okay, that, that's a lie. So Animal Crossing, you can play multiplayer. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, first, in, a, first, in a first-person shooter. Yeah. In a first-person shooter where there is an online PvP-style battle system versus the campaign, I usually go straight to the multiplayer. I don't play the campaign. I've put more time into the campaign for this. And I love it. I think it's ace. Um, it's sat here now. All I need to do is reconnect the controller and, and pick it up <laughs> while I wait for everything to convert. Um, so, which is what I will be doing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think no, it's it, it, it just plays answer me well. this. It does answer me this. Is it because is it because the campaign is so amazing, or is there an issue with multiplayer? Um, it's because they have changed the dynamic of the campaign. If it was okay. a straight, if tell, it me, was a, tell me more. If it was a single rooted campaign where, which is what happens with all the Call of Duties and stuff like that, if you, you know, this is, you start the level. The objective is to get to this, then to this, then to this, then to this, then you finish the level. And mm-hmm. um, I'd be so turned off by it. I would never have downloaded it. I wouldn't waste the 50 gigabyte, 60 gigabyte space that it takes on the hard drive. But because they've gone for the Far Cry, open world style gameplay with it where you can kind of pick and choose your own way through the game i'm sold because that's it i like that kind of Mm -hmm. i like that style of gameplay it adapts to every single person you know you've got your all guns blazing your stealthy silent Mm -hmm. types which is difficult in this game but you can do it you the, the sniper rifles do allow you some distance to attack from yeah. yeah, you do. You can with the sniper rifle. So like when you when you do the stealthy route, you're right. That's what stealthy route means. Stealthy route means from a far distance with a sniper rifle. Don't think of stealthy route as in like 
I'm going to sneak up in the base and do like like behind the back attacks to 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 take people out one yeah. by one. This is no the, the, this is the only way that works is if you can get in and get to some of the bigger enemies that have got a shield. If you can get to those before they notice that you're there, they don't activate the shield. So you can take them out quick. That's the only yeah. way stealth will help you in this game. As soon as you and it's the little grunts because there's so many of them hidden around in bushes yeah. and stuff like that sometimes. As soon as one mm. of those sees you, it's like it doesn't matter where you are on the map. Everybody knows where you are. They will just yep. fire. Even if you take somebody out with a sniper rifle, headshot style from like the other side of a mountain, they can fire on you. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I that would be my only complaint in that I really do like to play kind of like the at least like try let me figure out which way I want to come into a base. But like, man, you get real close to that base, or even not even real close, but you 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 just start to encroach on its territory and it's boom, everybody's like, ah, the way there he is, he's there, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, now we're just now we're just going in and shooting stuff. Let's do it, let's have fun. Um, beyond that though, yeah, I'm with you in the sense that this the open world version of this game is uh fantastic. I think it's great. Um, I think it's I, it's not, it, the map isn't as big as like uh, Breath of the Wild or even like if you, it, even even the Far Cry map, it's not that big, but it's still right now is fairly sufficient. They're saying it's around 30 hours. So I'm interested to see what that'll play out as. There's a lot of little collectibles in this game. A lot of audio logs, Spartan cores. There's there's a bunch of stuff to, to find um there's a little rpg where do you want to spend your valor to up your player's health i think that's great i think that do you want to have more shields better i don't know there's there's like five different things i've only unlocked two and for some reason i can't even think of the second one it's shields and one other thing i could have chosen i didn't choose it oh, is that i can't the, remember what is that it was the, the equipment you, that's what you use your spartan cars for to upgrade your equipment Oh yeah, it's equipment. Not I'm sorry, not so, Valor. So Valor far, lets you unlock weapons at the fobs. Yeah. So so far you'll have you start with a grapple hook, your shield, and then I've now mm. unlocked the third one. So Oh, you're a step ahead of me. I haven't unlocked the third one yet. Yes, it's the grapple hook where you could choose to hit an enemy and stun them if you want. Which is to. useful. <laughs> Just <laughs> Did you choose that one? I've, I chose the I've, more shield. I've got the, I'm on the second upgrade of the shield and the second upgrade of the grapple hook. Oh yeah, you're definitely farther than me. I, I am not. Well, I'm not th that th far. This brings into my next question: Is how have you played the game? What have you done first? What was as soon as you got landed and you you know you took that um, is it uh, fog? You take um, something. Take the fog. fob. The the, the front yeah, the front something base. Yeah. Front operations so, base or something like that. So as soon as you said, what, what did you do after that? So you take the first base, then I went and saved the squadrons on the mountain. So I was like, I, I got in my little warthoggy thing, not a warthog, whatever the whatever the ATV thing is, um, and drove it, and then it tipped over in about 50 yards. <laughs> and I got out and I was like, oh, there's squadrons up there. Uh, you know, it was like, I could save these, these UNSC squadrons. So I was like, okay, I'll go do that. So I saved those two. That was my first thing I did. And then I didn't realize I was like, well, the next thing that's closest is this orange thing. So I went to that, but that started a whole like, like storyline mission to the tower, which is what you were talking about. And I was like, wait, wait, I don't want to do this yet. So then I moved from that and went to the keep and I just took the keep and that's where I'm at. See, what I did is I did that, and then I looked at the big tower and thought, mm, nope, and I turned around and went due south. 
I literally went to the furthest point south as you can get on the map and started. Oh, okay. There. And that's where like I kind of back and forth done a lot of th- when you go that south, you need to get really, really, really good with the, the grapple and trust it. Um oh, okay. <laughs> so I kind of like worked my way. There's a there's a lot of guys to rescue that way. There's Spartan cars, there's a reconnaissance, uh, a repeater flag, a repeater turret, uh, propaganda tower to get rid of and kind of like i've worked my way all the way up to the tower and that's what i'm going to keep doing i'm just going to keep zigzagging across the map and kind of getting everything unlocked nice nice that's yeah that's really cool yeah i was i was i in the tower next so have you fought any of the big guys yet two i'm guessing yes you have like the the like the targets or whatever they are i don't yeah, know what so I've, I've taken the first target which is like on the south west of the map yeah from where you yep. start mm-hmm. i took him out because like it showed me a picture of the master sword, so I was like, mm, "I'm going for that straight away." Because <laughs> I, I can now unlock that at my bases. So, oh, that's good. That's good information. It's quite good to have because... in in close quarter combat, which yeah, you know, you'll you'll start to encounter very quickly once you get to the tower. Um, it's quite yeah. useful to have that as a secondary because you can you know take out a few enemies at once with it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this I was. It's why ahead, I'm really sorry. enjoying it because of that. That's it. You, we've got two different game day gameplay, you know, styles. I've kind of gone okay. I've lo- I've looked at the map. I've took a step back and gone. I'm going to do this. Where you've kind of gone. Okay, what's the nearest thing? I'm going to go here, and then I'm going to go here. So kind of like there's the difference in things. Yeah, totally. I have. Uh, I have been. I really was was. A little surprised. I don't know why, because I mean they've really showed off the grapple hook quite a bit. But I was really surprised how much that it is used, like right off the bat. I mean, actually, you cannot that you can tell they want you to get the feel of it. Cause like immediately when you first enter that world, they're like, Yeah, it's up there. You gotta go up there. And the only way you're gonna get there is if you use that grapple shot. And then it just they continually have you use it to try to help you get a feel of it in that to in that first tutorial what i would call the tutorial mission quite frankly um and so i i thought that was surprising how much they leaned in on it it made it feel it made it feel much more than much more platformy plat, like a platformer than the uh than halos of old that i'm used to play so which what isn't necessarily a bad quite frankly i i quite enjoyed it so yeah the only thing i've not got to yet is i haven't unlocked anything that flies which uh, is yeah. me. I'd like something that flies, but then I suppose if I get something that could fly, I'd spend a lot of time just kind of popping in and out of bases. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I could I could see that being the next thing to help you get over to the next area, right? But then once yeah. you do that, they got to start doing like air defenses, or else you'll just own the world, right? So. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. As soon as you can get a ghost or something, obviously uh, a rapier or something like that. As soon yeah. as you can get those that can fly the game's probably going to get a million times easier. Um, also, but also at the same time, a million times harder because they'll find something to make it. I mean, I, how much, so how, how many times have you died? You, we both, we both chatted. We said we're on normal difficulty. How many times um, have you died? About five or six times. Literally just before we started streaming and doing the podcast, I, I died. So I kind of landed on top of an outpost purely by accident and went, uh, Oh dear. (laughs) 
and yeah. went from full shield, full health to spinning through the air like a cowwheel because I was dead. Okay, so you're doing way better than me. I have died numerous times. I will say I've probably died. I probably died three or four times in the jumping section of the tutorial mission where like everything's falling. <laughs> I I had to learn to be much more patient there. Like I was like I was like I just gotta go, so I just like jump off of an edge and try to <laughs> grapple to something, and then like I looked down and my platform was slowly dropping, and I was like, oh, I was supposed to get to that. So um, yeah, I've I've died probably ten times, and I'm not half as far as you. Um, but I will say that when I die and why I'm, why it's, I'm okay with it. It does, it works for me. Um, is I can like, when I die, I can look back and say, all right, yeah, I really shouldn't have done that. Or, you know, I jumped out there and just exposed myself without, uh, <laughs> that's, <never> mind. um, exposing yourself. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just take off the halo suit, man. That's how we do this. Um, I really shouldn't have done that. I, I, you know, I left myself open by jumping out into the, into the open air there. And so I appreciate that. I can, I die. And then I'm like, okay, we're going to do it differently. And then I figure it out and it works. And I can appreciate, I can die as long as there's that ability in the game. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing I've noticed is I, like, I die and I take, I take a step back and go, right. Okay. So I know this is, I know there's more guys there than there is for me to handle. And then, that's where like, I like the terrain side of things because as much as this map doesn't look huge, the terrain, it makes it really big because you've either got to go mm -hmm. up or down or around. And going up takes time, going around takes time, going down takes minute, like seconds because as far as I'm aware, there is no fall damage. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm at the top of a mountain and I, the enemies are at the bottom of the mountain. So I'll jump. Um, when I can actually see them, that's when I'll start firing. So I'm deaf from above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I I can't say enough about it. The story's been I I've enjoyed the story. I've enjoyed the CGI trailers. I think it looks pretty. Um, yeah, I mean I'm this is what I this is what I wanted from Halo. Uh, I said it when multiplayer came out. The campaign would be my thing, and it certainly has held true. Uh, absolutely, I think it's great. Uh, Anything else on Halo before we move on? Um, no, other than I wish I knew more about the Cortina, Cortana story. So I might have, oh, to, yeah. might have to stop playing at some point and figure out what actually went wrong with that because it's referencing it quite a lot. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, having I, I stopped at two. I may have played a little of three, but I don't think I beat it. Um, so I, I beat Halo 1 and 2. I think I played a, a touch of three and then I haven't played since. So I'm what you would call lapsed hello gamer. Um, so I'm with you. I have no idea why she got deleted or what's going on. Yeah. And there's fragments of the current AI that you have with you that don't understand either. So, yeah. Yeah. And the, the current, but I will say this, I was really glad when the current AI showed up. And we could start chatting instead of chatting with the uh, the guy that saves you in the very beginning, because yeah. he was somewhat annoying, to be honest. And so now I don't have to listen to him that much. And it's just me and, and AI. And that's that's much better. That's how the game Mas is meant to be. Ma Master Chief's one line is <laughs> when, she, when she goes, well, this guy's got a pretty bad rap sheet. And he goes, mm, so have I. <laughs> yeah he's got his i mean he's still master chief right with his heroic like 
like macho one-liners. I mean, it's just it's just great. It just I, st- yeah. I still say Doom Guy would beat him in a fight. So you know. Well, there you go. I have no idea. Um, if I was controlling Doom Guy, he would not. But you know, <laughs> that's just, <laughs> that's just that's just from my perspective. Um, uh, so that's all. That's that is our first impressions of Halo Infinite. Uh, we will certainly keep you apprised as we play some more throughout this week. Um, the next game that Sean and I both played because is it called? Do you, are you mowing still, Sean? You're, you're not mowing anymore, right? I mean, there's no. It, yeah, okay, over here, we're not mowing. Stop, uh, I, uh, I, I dislike mowing in real life. Mowing will the doing the garden is a chore that I just absolutely despise anyway. So. So how much do you like it in a video game? About the same amount. <laughs> <laughs> I, I played it. I played. I played the tutorial. I played a little bit of the free mo part, and I kind of like got to a point where I was like, I can't regulate the throttle well enough to not be shouted at constantly for you know killing the engine, um, and I, I just couldn't find a a flow to it. Is to speak because so it was like, do you go all the way around the edge? Do you go backwards and forwards? And when like I was going backwards and forwards, I was missing stuff. Going all the way around the edge, I was like, this is like a really, really slow version of Forza in a back garden. I'm just doing laps. It's not for me. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of I fell off. Very no, see, I went after the tutorial. I went straight to. Uh, by the way, we are talking about Lawnmower Simulator. Sorry, we that was bad entry on my part. Um, we were talking about Lawnmower Simulator. It dropped on Game Pass a week or two ago. Um, it's on there right now. You can play it. So after the tutorial, I went to Career Mode, which actually I thought was kind of fun. I mean, let me back up and say it's fun. Am I going to go back and play it a ton? probably not like just probably not um but i will say i thought um i thought it was more well done than most simulator games uh that's for sure i do agree with your with your engine issue i don't understand why i had like a hundred percent or zero because that seemed to be what i had i i had nowhere in between because the trigger, because I use the Elite Series, and I've got my, I've got the triggers set up for different stuff. So I've got a F- 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 FPS, so first-person shooter setup. Because most of them use X to reload and Y to change weapon, or X to pick things up, or was a Y to replenish your shield. So I've got the X and Y buttons set to that and i've got my triggers set to hair triggers so basically i I only have to like literally touch them and it goes from zero to 100 wow um it's just it was i found it gave me an edge in things like fortnite and call of duty you don't have to travel that whole like where is the concentration? So I don't have to travel like this whole distance. I can kind of mm-hmm. set it to travel half distance, and then even then set up so it that half distance registers a full throttle, like full trigger hold, basically. Um, sure. And then the other setting I've got is for driving. So I, I the the trigger response is set up for that, but it's set up to very quickly be on and off because 
in Forza Horizon for the drifting and stuff, you kind of need to be really quick with the, the throttle on and off and stuff like that. For me, anyway, the way I play it. So I struggled to balance it. I had to go into the settings and kind of change the setting of one of my uh, profiles for it. So, which I wouldn't have to do if I had the Elite Series 2 because you can have free profiles. But <laughs> so I went and I'd set it. So, like, I would basically holding the trigger down only let me put 30% of the trigger on. So I could just hold the trigger down flat and it would keep it at perfect rev range. And that was the only way I got around it. So and I thought to myself, if I've had to go in and manually change the settings on my controller so I can play this game properly, there's something wrong with that. So Yeah, no, that's no good. I like the mowing. I didn't like the trimming. When I started trimming, that's when it was really like, oh, this is annoying. Um, that was the annoying part. The mowing part was actually, you know, I mean, kind of fun. I'm, I was I was like having a fun time going around trying to figure out how to get around these bushes and flowers and everything without mowing them over. Um, but then when like I thought I was done and I came out and I started to trim and it was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know. It's just something about the trimming that was just annoying to me. So um, I, don't, I don't think I got past 50 percent of mowing. So. I never got to oh, the trimming section. I got 97. I finished one career job. Got 97%. And I only cut two flowers. That's it. So <coughs> there you go. That was enough for me to get my job, my job done. Uh, so that's lawnmower sin. You should do it in real life. And if you really enjoy it, you should do it in a video game too. There you go. Um, yeah. It's not, a, it's not, but it is, it, to be honest, it is not a horrible game. Let me say that. Uh, it, not a, it, it stands up pretty well for a simulator. Yeah, I had That's to turn the, the music off. That's my box quote. Because the, the, the soundtrack to the game was off-putting as well. I was like, I just want to hear the mower. If I'm going to hear anything, I want mm. to hear the mower. And be able to play my own music. So. That would be a good... Actually, that would be a really good idea if you could do that. Like, if um, you could play your own music. You can if you have a Spotify account. And you can play... Oh, really? Spotify, yeah, you can play Spotify music while you're playing another game. I used to play... Um, Oh, but it's not built into that game. It's like just no. in the Xbox version. Of yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I used to play like um, dance music and stuff when I was playing Warzone sometimes, just our multiplayer on Call of Duty just because it was fast paced to match the game. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Um, so those are your two games, Halo Infinite Campaign and uh, Lawnmower Sim, right? Yeah, that's, that's kind of all I've had time for. So it's that hey, it's, yeah. it's bad week again. So I've worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, pull a child home all day today. Busy weekend, so it's the it's the last weekend of the Formula One this weekend as well, and I'm on nights, so I don't any time that I am actually awake during the day um, is going to be dedicated to watching Lewis Hamilton hopefully win the uh, the World Championship. So nice, nice, very nice. Um, I played Townscaper this week. That's the only other game that I played, and I will say. Um, it is a very zen building game, and it is if that's your thing, then it's it's fun. Um, there, there, it's very easy. It's a one, it's a one button game for building. Like the, you don't have to choose what kind of building you want. You build one building, and it's kind of like uh, you build it over water. Uh, is it Venice? Is that what I'm trying? I don't know. My geography is yeah. horrible. Yeah, it kind of has a Venice feel to it. Set stuff up that way, where it, you know you're. You're, you have canals and all that jazz that go through your city. You can build super tall, which is what I did immediately, just to see how tall I could build. And you'll get achievements points for that, by the way. Um, this game has been touted as a great way to get a 1,000 uh, gamer score, if that's your thing. 
Uh, apparently it's pretty easy. I didn't do it. I didn't try to do it. Um, but I did get an achievement for building all the way to top. Um, it, there's no chaotic citizens. There's no disasters. There's none of that. It's just serene music, plunks of water as you build these buildings and you just press the A button. You can build on top of each other. You can build them. You can build buildings on top of each other. You can make them different colors. Um, the build mechanic is pretty fun in the sense of I kept trying to break it to be like, well, if I cut the building off here, what's going to happen? Is it just going to float in the air? Aha. But no, it would know exactly what to do. And it put supports in just the places to put it so that it would make sense. And yeah. And so I was, I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty good. And that's all I have to say about Townscaper. Yeah. Um, what I have noticed is if you enjoy playing it on Game Pass and you have patchy internet, I want to be able to play it. Touch controls via xCloud. It is available as a mobile app. The mobile game mm. for five, it's four pound fifty in the UK, so it'll be around the same, maybe five dollars okay. US. Okay, and you know what, Sean? That's a good point you bring up. I did not play it on my Xbox. I played it with my Backbone controller, which I don't normally have any issues with. So I don't think it was the issue. But I will say I found the controls a touch finicky. Like I just, it's because it's such a precise game. The buildings are small. You can zoom in and zoom out with the L and R. But um, a lot of times I just wouldn't or I, I thought I had it and I didn't. And so I'd build in a spot that I didn't mean to. I'd have to hit the B button to to make it to you can you can delete any building, too, by the way. I mean, this is as Zen as it gets. There is no punishment in this game. No goals, no punishment, no nothing. You just build a fun little city. That's the game. Um, and so. So, yeah, it was. But that would be my only thing since you brought that up. I forgot about that. Um, hey, I, yeah, I get, well, you know, it's late, uh, new releases on Game Pass because apparently, um, apparently Halo Infinite by itself campaign is not enough. Uh, they dropped a whole crud ton of games this last week. I mean, seriously, uh, we talked about one more 11 other games, 11 other games. So it's like, it's almost like an advent calendar. What we almost the 10th so it's almost like an advent calendar of games they should totally do that <laughs> they should do an ad they should do a game pass advent calendar that'd be fantastic i'd love it i think that'd be fun um i will say i did play rubber bandits um uh, i was I actually well, and no <laughs> did you play it with anybody though that's the problem i didn't play it with anybody no i, I didn't i played it just with randoms on the internet Oh, see, I didn't even do that. I didn't even realize that was a thing. I'm dumb. I just was, uh, I was just, uh, I should go back and try that. Now I want to go back and try that with randoms on the internet. Um, yeah, I just played it by myself. So, you know, <laughs> I was I like, oh, this very, is dumb. I found it very lumpy. I mean, the game, the game's a really good concept. So it's basically cops and robbers. And you start off as all thieves, basically. And you've got to try and rob the money. You can rob each other. And if you get hit by like a car and if you get hit by something that's in the in the world around you you drop all your money for everybody else to pick up and the first person that picks up as much money as they can and then makes it out gets to keep that money earns those points but then um can come back as a police officer and then try and capture the thieves by tasering them and capturing them that way Wait, so you can you can play as the you can capture the thieves? 
Yeah. So if if you if you I steal, didn't get to, well, I played by myself. That's why. Yeah. So if you steal loads of money, so say like you, I think they're doing points. So if you steal like eight points worth of money, you can then leave through the exit, and you bank that eight points, and then come back as a police officer, and then you can try and arrest everybody else. And that kind of like puts them on zero. If you can, if you arrest them, they score no points. So it kind of guarantees you to win the round. Okay, I feel like I need to play this game again with actual people. I just played it by <laughs> myself, and I was like, "Well, this is dumb." But then I really, I realized, okay, I played it by myself, so that's probably part of the reason. But that, uh, yeah, that's I'll have to uh, I'll have to try it again. Um, Stardew Valley dropped this week. Finally, they've been talking about this forever. They've been talking about it coming out forever. It finally did. Um, for anybody who wants to play it on their Xbox or is it a cloud game? I don't know. I didn't pay attention. I should have played attention, but I didn't. Uh, I'm not sure, but we've talked about it and talked about it. And now I haven't actually gone and played it because, you know, they dropped Stardew Valley after we were waiting for it all year. And it's out at the same week as Halo. So, yeah. Well done there. Well done. I put myself myself on mute. That's a real, real problem. So it's Um, one gigabyte gigabyte download. uh, It's got X Cloud saves. Okay, that's it. So I think it's. Oh wait, no, you can't play on X Cloud. Oh well, I don't know. I feel like you need to be able to play on X Cloud for this game. Um, But anyways, it's out there. there i'm just gonna i mean there is literal there's a literal ton of games i'm gonna run through these if if you have any you want to chat about you just let me know um anvil vault breaker it's a top-down sci-fi roguelike action shooter uh that just dropped um there's also battle sector warhammer Forty Thousand battle sector a fast-paced turn-based strategy game because there's not enough of those on game pass let me tell you <laughs> definitely not no. we talked about rubber bandits um arch veil 2d top-down style game this actually looks pretty good take up your weapon in this rpg style bullet hell will oh wait no this isn't the one i was thinking of never mind not bullet hell not me no good um rpg bullet hell world and embark on a journey to right wrongs from long ago yeah now i remember it um serious sam you mentioned this one yeah so i i i tweeted out about this one um it basically looks like doom and um sunset overdrive had like a child and birthed serious sam far um so the world's fraught with demons and you play a guy called sam loads of different huge weapons ranging from pistols machine guns to weird looking rocket launchers and other various plasma style weapons and from the video that i've watched it just looks absolutely manic. It looks as manic as Doom is. So, um, it's it's definitely one that once I've kind of stopped playing as much Halo, I'll probably try and go and play. But unfortunately, Halo is going to take up all of my Xbox time at the moment because you know we've waited so long for it. Why not play it till completion? Yes, I will be playing Halo for quite a while, I would imagine. I will have to put Grounded on the uh, on the back burner, which, by the way, I just realized I didn't bring up Grounded. We're going to have to go back <laughs> and talk about Grounded because I actually got into the hot and hazy part of uh, this whole deal. Um, so I'll have to go back and talk about that for a second. I have downloaded Space Warlord Organ Trading Sim because I feel like it's now my job to play every simulator game. 
on Game Pass. Like, I, I feel like that's going to be my thing. I'm going to, I am going to literally make it my job to at least play, not beat, play every so, simulator game. Yeah. I like, so I, I cried, tried to look for a description of this game. After watching the video, I tried to go looking for a description to get an exact idea of what this game was. And I put in the doc the Xbox's version, and it's just brilliant. It's like, it starts with organs. Everyone has one and everybody wants them. <laughs> you are an organ trader. The f- <laughs> The funnel for fleshy meat parts in a strange, evolving, and desperate universe full of clients. I, yeah. So basically, it's the black market of organs, and you get to trade them. I Very love strange. it. Yep. Yep. It is strange. I'll try it. Why not? Um, everybody wants an organ. Um, so One Piece Pirate Warriors 4 just dropped today, actually. Uh, by today, I mean Thursday, if you're listening to this on podcast. Uh, the Pirate Warriors series has successfully combined the popular anime One Piece with the thrilling action of the Warriors series to create a worldwide phenomenon. Selling more than... What are we listening to? Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's out there. You can go. I'm not going to read any more of this. Yeah. Uh, you so, can go play it at, if you want. At, at first, I thought it was like a 3D beat em up style fighter game, but then the more I've read about it, it's like um, Hyrule Warriors style gameplay, but with the art style of the anime One Piece. Um, so if you are a fan of that and you're a fan of things like Hyrule Warriors, this could be quite a good game for you to play and it's free. So, you know, give it a go. The art style is very shell shade, shell shaded anime kind of action packed stuff. So it was a bit strange. When I watched the video, I was like, uh. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, real quick, before we move on, I will say I played Grounded, um, the hot and hazy DLC. I've been playing it for a couple weeks now. I was, I'm very addicted to the game, but I kind of done a lot of what they already had. So um, I got into the hot and hazy DLC, and, and I just want to say kudos to the developers, to Obsidian, I went into this thinking, I know this map, I know these areas, I know what I'm going to get into, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, I mean, I was like, I've, I've kind of already been in that area of the map. I think they're going to treat this a lot like Fortnite. Like, they're going to have DLC for this thing that's going to do something that totally changes the map each and every time. And so I'm only a little nervous about that because, like, what do you do? Because I have this castle in the middle of the map. So hopefully they never do anything that destroys my castle. But anyways... That that said, um, the, the, those areas of the map don't look anything the same anymore. There are huge gorges in the way now. Um, the sandbox is this, they literally treat it as a desert. There's this sizzle effect. And if you don't get into shade in enough time, um, you'll die. Uh, really cool exploration. Awesome new, awesome new insects like ant lions, which I sent a picture to uh, or a video of to Sean, which basically kill me every time I encounter them. Um, yeah, it's a it's a deadly world again for me. It went from it it went from uh, you know me knowing exactly what I'm gonna come into, kind of being top of the food chain, to now once I cross that that line of the new DLC land, uh, I, I know I don't know if I'm gonna live or die. Um, and the 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 it's just it's really 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 good. There's a lot of new uh, crafting things you can do. There's a new upgrade system to your character with these milk molar guy uh, things you can find and upgrade different things to your characters. Um, yeah, really, really, really enjoy it. They've done a good job to transform it, uh, just enough to keep it what it is, and but also to make it new. So, good on you, Obsidian. Cool. 
I mean, yeah, the, the video you sent me was like, uh, is that a tiny little ant eating a wolf spider? <laughs> and so. it, it pretty much was. Yeah, it's got these like like horrible little clipper things. And I was like, it came at me and snapped at me. So I jumped back and I like ran away and I was like, ha, I'll shoot you with this arrow. And then it went underground and I was like, oh, ha, it was so scared it disappeared. And then it came up right on top of me and ate me. And I was like, oh, okay. Kudos, you win, Antlion. You win. <laughs> so uh, I have no idea yet how to take that on. Um, it's just so funny. I really, you know, I, you, you've played that game. I've played that game so much that I'm somewhat cocky with it. I'm like, yeah, I know how to do this. You know, I know I know how to do these kind of things. And uh, yeah, they showed me. So good good on them. It brought me back to the game real, real, real quick. I'll give them that. So, uh, quest. Oh, yeah, you go with party yeah, chat. So, so, so people actually responded this time to the to the tweet you know we do we seems like kind of, of a dig there sean no no we normally get loads of people asking questions in the live chat so i can kind of see why some people save the questions for the live chat um but it was nice to get some in advance um and it kind of all circulated around halo because you know it's the big game for this week it all dropped Makes the campaign. Sense. um so the first one is from Hambone Johnny, and he says, as someone who has not played Halo in many years, do you have any tips or tricks for newcomers or novices to the series? Now, I think both me and yourself kind of fall into the mm-hmm. not newcomer, but novice and somebody who hasn't played for a while. And Laps, Yeah, yeah, lapsed, lapsed Halo player. Yeah, and I found that it's very easy to get straight back into. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. it's not, you don't have to have reaction times like you do in Fortnite and Warzone and Apex and stuff like that because A, you're not playing against PvP, you're not doing PvP, you're against the AI and the AI is only as difficult as you want the AI to be because you can change it from easy, normal, hard and so on. But um, yeah, it's just pick up and play it, go at your own pace, you know, play your own play style. That's the thing. You know, You've heard me and Nick talk about it earlier that you know he's gone in and he's done this and the other, and I've kind of gone a different way. And Nick's trying to be stealthy and do it from a distance where I am really not. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it I, doesn't I work. Run in, I, uh, I run in, pick up an energy car, throw that at somebody, blast somebody else, throw a grenade over here. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. I am all guns blazing. Um, so yeah, that's that. Pretty much, I'm just like just just give it a go and play at your own pace with it. So. You're not missing anything. Yeah. If you really struggle with the story, I'm going to go back and I'm going to find a YouTube video that kind of explains the story in chronological order so I can kind of get an understanding. But it's doing well so far to fill in the gaps and leave enough mystery to the story for me to be kind of intrigued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say in this one, and you know, everybody's a newcomer to this, but practice with the with the grapple shot the grapple hook uh what i think it's the grapple shot or the grapple hook i don't know anyways uh practice with the grapple um it can do a lot for you uh it can you know i mean a lot of times i'm pinned down and i can see a i can see an energy core which is like this thing you can you can throw and destroy that sean was talking about and you can grab those with a grapple and then all of a sudden you you now have a very serious weapon in your hand um, you know, you have the the plasma shield guys that carry those. You can hit them with that once and it'll knock the shield back and then you can hit to them again, come right to them and then hit them with the gun. I mean, I that grapple, it, they really made it 
a worthy a worthy weapon a worthy utility item in this game so i would say definitely you know get get good get good with that or at least you know start to pay attention to where to where and how to best use that um have you had have you had the brutes that drop down so you know, get like the drop ships the like you get a red dot that appears on the floor and then boom this little drop ship pod mm-hmm. appears and out there comes like these really big brute guys that run just constantly run at you i found mm-hmm. that the grapple hook has got me out of a lot of pinches with those so kind of like that i'd be shooting them shooting them and they'll be coming flying towards me and it's like okay i'm gonna go over here now and use the grapple hook and i disappear away from them before they can get me and then you can turn open up fire on them again and because they, they're quite hard to kill and they are fast but yeah. they get you they you, are you, you're dead in three hits so yep yeah for sure um and then i guess the only other thing is uh have fun with the weapons like i think that's one of my favorite parts of this game there's a lot of weapons that even even being just a guy that's that's beat one and two i'm like ah these are like like comfort food like i know these i know these weapons even from halo one and two i think it's great that they have strung those through there are also a lot of new weapons that i'm like maybe they're not new to somebody who played in the most recent halos but for me they're new and they're fantastic. Uh, really, really enjoying them. Uh, so you know, understand where what your weapons are and when what you want to take into a battle. Quite frankly, um, I also I cut a I cut a video. I was going to put it on Twitter. <laughs> when when your when your AI says, um, "Give me a second, I have to try to figure this out." <laughs> That's code for. Here comes a shitload of enemies. Be ready to fight. (laughs) (laughs) Like she did that like three times to me. And I'm like, oh, okay. I know what's about to happen now. Thanks. (laughs) There's there's another moment like that when you get into the tower, which kind of made me chuckle as well. So yeah, there. So, so be prepared when you hear her say that you're about to, you're about to uh, come into a wave of enemies. Um, Um, The other question, and this is in the discard came from Tim. He says, "Will playing the Halo campaign make you better at multiplayer? Um, you know, what gains do you get in multiplayer if you play a single-player campaign? So, for unlockable stuff, um, playing in the campaign, you can unlock different skins for your vehicles, different skins for your Spartan suit, and so on and so forth. So, so far, that and, and I think weapons as well. So that's the only benefit multiplayer-wise you get for unlocks." Um, Oh, excuse me. Uh, Joe92 in the Discord then went on to say um, that he thinks the movements in, in the firefights um, and getting used to different guns and grenades and how they work. And, and reaction time. I think it was hard for me in the multiplayer because I went from playing things like Warzone and Fortnite, which are like you need to have really quick reaction times, to it kind of it was a bit slower in Halo. So I was like trying to run around absolute crazy when i kind of realized i didn't have to run around as much there was more waiting and kind of being in the right spot but yeah Yeah. playing the campaign is going to help with being keen on like how to aim and how the guns work and how the grenades work because there's so many different grenades yeah i i think joe really hit that one on the head it's the fact that you get to practice in an environment where people aren't insanely good um, and you can actually like, cause I really, I'll be interested to go back to Halo multiplayer. I'm not going to be amazing. I'm never going to be amazing at a first person PVP shooter. It's just not going to happen or PVP multiplayer game. Um, but I will say this, like I died so quick 
that I never felt like I could actually understand the controls. Like the controls are the same in multiplayer as they are in the campaign. But I walked into the campaign, even after playing a few, not a few, probably a couple hours of multiplayer, really being like, I don't know what they are. Because you like, you get in there, you're really just trying to grab a weapon. You're shooting as much as you can. You're probably going to die. You don't get to use. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe you start with the grapple hook, do you? No, multiplayer? No, grapple hook is a uh, is something that you unlock. Okay, yeah. One of the pickups that you like, um, one of the timed pickups in the multiplayer, like yeah. arenas that you have to kind of wait. Okay, that's what I thought, and so yeah, I just I just feel like I learned the controls in campaign because it's so frenetic in multiplayer. I just did. I never had the time to be like, oh. Yeah, if you push right on the on the stick, it opens up all these grenade options that all of these you've picked up. I had no idea that existed until I played in the campaign because I never had time to push right on the on the deep, not the stick, but the D-pad. I never had re- time to push right on the D-pad to find out. Oh, look what's look what's here. So, um, yeah, I just think that that would be my biggest thing. And and that's it. That's everything for the uh, the questions in party chat this week. So. It's nice to have some questions. I uh, I like to answer stuff. <laughs> yeah, man, we appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much for uh, for giving us some questions. Um, what's on the horizon? Let's skip bye bye because I need to go bye bye. Just to be honest here, real quick. Um, so we're gonna skip bye bye. We'll just uh, uh, hit on the. <laughs> yeah, we'll just hit on the uh, what's on the horizon, and then uh, and then I'll need to be out of here. Um, not much. They kind of emptied the emptied the container of games that they had built up uh, the last week and a half. So Aliens Fireteam, this is literally off of the movie. I- yes, it is. Um, a lot of people and a lot of the comments and seeing about it saying that they've hit the, the, the like, how, them, how it works as to the movie. Absolutely bang on. So, hmm. yeah. I think, that, I think that's awesome. And I had no idea. It's cooperative play as well. So, Oh, cool. Well, you and your daughter can play it. That'll be great. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> I'm probably not playing an Inspire team with you. Um, Among Us, December 14th, everybody knows the game. It's out, it will be out on Xbox. Probably the last platform that it does that, that it needs to be on, quite frankly, except for maybe your fridge. Um, the Gunk, December 16th, is uh one I'm looking forward to uh be interested to see. We've uh, I'm gonna keep saying it. We've applied for a code. And I hope we get it beforehand because I'd love to do a review of it before it drops. So we'll see. And Stalker 2 will be out next year unless it's not and it gets delayed like everything else. Uh, but we'll find out later another time. It is. So, yeah, um, I'll, I'll wrap us up really quick because you have important things to do. So, as always, the socials for us are at Game Pass News. That's over at Twitter, YouTube and Twitch. If you are listening to this through your regular podcasting service, please, if you can, give us thumbs up, feedback, whatever you can do if you're watching this via youtube um please you know like subscribe drop some comments some feedback in there as well um if you want to chat with us in the discord patreon.com forward slash nintendo dads dollar a month gets you access to our section and various other sections so you can chat to us and other gamers alike and thanks to hambo and johnny and this is the duke for jumping in the live chat um and until next time see you later See you later, guys.